Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. People will think that the Texas story, meaning the lawsuit, not being able to reach the Supreme Court, not being heard by the court, will be the top story. It's not. The top story is China. It's always China. But it's more than a conversation about China. It's a conversation about safety and security and what needs to be done by a nation to ensure it. This is the tougher question. And it's the same question we can actually apply back to Texas when we take a look at what happened afterwards, which was the fighting on the streets, people getting stabbed, and how we have an entire media apparatus that will say, oh, those Proud Boys. You could say that, but you'd have to also discuss Antifa. You'd have to discuss these violent people who are only engaged in violence, their only purpose is violence, their only desire is violence. They are not anti-fascist, they are fascists. In the conversation about China, one must accept that communists cannot be trusted. They simply cannot be trusted. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. The story goes that a leak was discovered. The leak is of two million Communist Party names. Two million. And not only do they have the names, party position, birthdays, national ID numbers, ethnicity, they also have all of the companies that these people are in part of. Oh, we're not talking about companies in China. We're talking about Boeing. We're talking about companies in America and in England and in Australia. We're talking about access in government agencies in these nations. Now, you know, China and Australia have been having a a trade war, a trade battle. And the other day came out a photo. And the photo is of an Australian soldier with his knife to a child in Afghanistan. That photo is not real. That photo is manufactured by China because it's part of trying to win the trade war and putting pressure on Australia. Of course they lie. They lie, they cheat, they steal, they steal intellectual property because the ends justifies the means because no communist can be trusted. What then should the United States do? And how important is it, uh, are our elections, when you have Joe Biden, who will most probably take over? I mean, what are the odds of any other Trump lawsuit winning, doing well, being successful? Come now. Somebody asked me on on Twitter, well, if if the Supreme Court isn't going to take the case, what are we going to do? Well, what? Yes, indeed, are we going to do? You will not get me to argue against the idea of criminality. Pennsylvania, I think it's apparent. Pulling ballots from under a table 
That's messed up. And the people who don't even want to look, those are the most suspect people. Those are the people who cannot possibly run a nation well. Unfortunately, those are the people who are going to be in charge. Do not think for a second that I'm just whatever on the issue. I'm infuriated. What I know is that I lost in the courts. So there's a conversation of what's next. What do you do after that? Some people want to put uh, trending on social media, hashtag civil war. I discussed this in part last week. I wanted to finish it up. I'm going to get back and how this all connects. Stay with me. I don't argue for civil war because I believe we're already in one. I think what you saw in D.C. over the weekend is proof of it. I think the violence you have continually seen from Antifa is absolutely positively proof of it. It is proof the violence is nonstop. You know, the media will tell you everything about uh, the Proud Boys, but they won't show you Antifa uh, uh, hitting people as they walk down the street, uh, shooting um, a mace into their face, trying to knock them over. They don't ever show that violence. It's a cowardly media. It's a media not bent, uh, not not based on news, but based on narrative. I wish it wasn't. This is why I believe talk radio is going to be so incredibly explosive because we're the only ones having the conversation in full, in its totality, hearing the things that the others will never, ever talk about. But you'll notice here we've spoken about both Antifa and the Proud Boys as opposed to just one or the other. So I argue that we're already in the Civil War. What I, the follow-up that I haven't done yet is, does everybody understand how bad a Civil War is and do they understand what it means? I want to make sure that we understand what it means because I think a lot of people speak real cavalier about Civil War and we got to overthrow. What are you talking about? I do not want to overthrow. What I want to do is make the system work because the system is great. But we didn't see it work in, in Pennsylvania. And people, if, if the attorney general and the, and the governor want to, and, and the secretary of, of the Commonwealth there, uh, Kathy Bukfar, want to say that it worked, they're welcome to, but they lied. How do we know they lied? If the state Supreme Court changed the law, well, courts can't change laws. They can declare them unconstitutional, but they cannot change them. Well, then that's the ball game. The ball game is, is that in Pennsylvania, they subverted the law and subverted the people in order to make the claim that they are ensuring the will of the people be done. Ain't that something? There are people who are silent about that. Note those people and discount them from your life. Because they are unserious people or share this with them. So they understand what it is that they are cheering is really a gigantic gigantic problem a massive massive issue civil war what in the world does does that mean what what could it possibly mean when people engage this conversation we're talking about the only civil war that we can go to is our own we're not talking about some good fight that happens on a keyboard. What the hell's wrong with everybody? That's not what civil war is. Civil war is bloody and destructive. The civil war took out entire towns. 
entire towns throughout the north never mind throughout the south that went to war and the men and the boys never came back you 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 up for this i put forth to you that the majority of people who talk about civil war ain't up for this so what are they talking about why are they talking about it Why would they ever think that this is the answer? They're not ready for what that is. People talk about, well, the, those red states can just go be their own country. Oh, trust me, you don't want that either, political left. You really think you could survive without the red states? Best of luck to you. My brother, the good Dr. Katz, has had a theory for years. You could take the north or the south. You could take the east or the west. We could divide the country in half wherever you want. You pick your half. We'll take ours. In two years, you'll be digging under our fences looking for food. The good Dr. Katz is very right. But he said when I, when I, when I, when I last saw him, uh, Thanksgiving, he said if you, if you took a, a, you know, just Canada... And you gave them, you know, uh, all the way down to California, all the way down California to San Diego. And you gave them down to, to Maryland and said, we keep the rest of the country, but they'll take those states. That'd be cool. Like one of those winter hats. All of a sudden, I see on Twitter, somebody proposed that idea. It'd be the United States of Canada and Jesus land. Uh, on behalf of, uh, of, of the Jews, I'm cool with Jesus land. Fine by it. Because I, 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 at first, it, it exposes how the left thinks of you, right? <laughs> they believe in Jesus. <laughs> They're not part of the of the expert class like us. <laughs> and then they realize, oh, we shouldn't ho 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 because that's Christmas. I mean, it's it's pure unadulterated hate. They want to divide the country. Do you really understand what you're asking for, political left? Get this clear. You can't run a country. You can't make the machinery work. You cannot be an expert class unless you get to be expert to somebody who wants to hear you. But instead of being expert to somebody who wants to hear you, you have crapped all over those people for more than two decades, and now they're exhausted. And that's why they voted for Trump, and that's why they're disgusted by the theft and that's why they're not going to put up with your nonsense for four years. Hashtag resist. No, the political right does not even begin to understand what civil war is. And the political left has no ability to run a country without the political right. Without those red states, you damn people ain't got nothing. Get your head out of your butt. Get with the program. You can't do it. You don't have what it takes. You don't have what it takes. Besides, you need us. Who else is going to pay the taxes for all your garbage programs? So while we on both sides engage a conversation that is completely and wholly nonsensical, because nobody is fully prepared and everybody is just lashing out, let's talk about China that has now instituted itself in governments and in companies. And we now have the data. We have a security breach from the communists. Why don't we focus on this?
Instead of pushing the nonsense fakakta idea of civil war, and instead of pushing the nonsense idea that the political left could even exist without the red staters, why don't we discuss the fact that China on top destroys both of us equally? It doesn't matter how woke you are. China's not interested in woke. You think they pay attention to a hashtag? They're going to shut down your hashtag. They're going to shut down Twitter. You're not going to be able to speak. What you on the political left are doing to the political right, China's going to do to everybody. It's time to grow up and recognize the enemy. Is the enemy your Chinese-American neighbor? Of course not. Don't be crazy. Is the enemy the communist Chinese and all communists? Yes. So what do we do? Let's stop fighting each other and let's remember who the enemy is. The enemy are those people who don't think we should be allowed to fight each other because their boot will go on all our necks equally. You will not be immune. So what do we do? Well, we do a couple things that we think are, are, are antithetical to the American experience. But they're not. Um, I put forth to you that when we discussed uh, the Japanese in internment camps, World War II, awful. But I never, ever hold it against uh, FDR or anybody else. They did not know what they were dealing with in the United States, and they made a move. I am not suggesting such a move in 2020. I put forth to you that it is absolutely unnecessary. The argument for its necessity in 1941, that argument could still be made. I reject the idea that we should do or consider such a thing in 2020. But I would not allow Communist Party members or Chinese nationals to own property in the United States. And they can sell it or I can take it. I feel the same way about businesses, nor should they be allowed to be on the boards of any company in the United States. I would go so far as not to be on boards that operate within the United States. Now, if you say to me, Tony, it's the same, I'll say to you, oh, no, it's not the same. Because when you thought for a second I was going to talk internment camps, your stomach turned. You freaked out. You're like, there's no way he's going to say this. And of course, I didn't. I am discussing what we as Americans must do regarding a threat of communism that is clear and is obvious, and this leak proves it. I am discussing that while we have our issues in the United States, and we have absolute clear criminality in the United States, that some people don't want to even notice, I put forth to you that we might be able to survive such a thing. But we will not survive if we somehow forget this communist threat that is absolute and real and winning. Now you might say to me, Tony, if we don't have a country, we don't have anything. And I'll say to you, I don't disagree. If we don't, but remember, we're an idea of a country. If we don't live to the idea, we don't have anything. And there are a lot of people on the political left who haven't lived to the idea. But I have to accept the fact that some of those people on the political left are going to be in power, and I need them focused. I may not agree with everything. I will resist where I need to and fight back where is necessary. But I got two million Communist Party members on a list. 
79,000 Communist Party branches. I have got them in companies all around the globe. I have them in companies that we rely on to live our lives. I have them in places to steal information and technology and data and secrets. You see, if Democrats steal, I can fight stealing. If communists destroy, what can we possibly fight? All I'm doing is prioritizing. And that's painful. But if I cannot get the left on board to prioritize the threat that is China and get them to realize that this woke trash is trash, that communists are the issue, and you simply have to say no. And don't tell me, well, it's a free society. We're a free society. The Constitution is not a suicide pact. And no, we don't have to allow Chinese nationals, Communist Party connectors, in order to, to own real estate in the U.S. or businesses in the U.S. And it doesn't matter if you think or if some radical thinks that that's unkind or unfair. How in the world do you live a safe life? How do you have a shot or a chance? No, we're not going to have civil war political right. And no, you couldn't win a civil war political left, nor could you survive without the red states. But none of us have a chance if we allow communist China to continue as they are. We've got big choices to make over the next four years. I'm Tony Katz.